if I get a bank loan, I'm paying interest. Depending on the interest rate and the terms, it may be good, it might not be good, but I'm paying interest and it's allowing me to have money. And like I said, with a disclaimer, um, if I spend the money on things that are not uh, getting me a good result, maybe the bank loan is the worst thing that ever happened to me. But what it could also allow me to do is it could allow me to invest in myself. It could allow me to invest in businesses. It could allow me to invest in other investments that gave me a way greater rate of return. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. In this video, we're going to be talking about the paradigm of you finance everything that you purchase. When I was a kid, my dad would always tell me, Caleb, um, there's no such thing as a free lunch. And what he was really trying to tell me is whenever someone gives you something for free, there's usually a catch. And be really aware of that and um, not buy, like get bought into uh, quick hype. And I'm really grateful for that. And it's funny how concepts compound because this concept of you finance everything you purchase uh, is essentially saying there's a catch to any decision you make. Um, I don't know if you grew up in a house where you were taught that you know paying interest or getting a loan for a liability was bad. You might have been taught that paying cash is king, or you may have read things by Robert Kiyosaki or watched videos by financial gurus that said, get as much debt as you possibly can what I find is a lot of people are either on one camp and, and it's hard for us to start thinking logically. It's hard for us to critically think and say, is it possible that there's a principle that's deeper than just pay cash for everything or finance everything? And it really comes down to you finance everything that you purchase. And I'm going to do my very best to try to break this down as simply as possible. So let's suppose that I want to purchase a car. And let's suppose that that car is $20,000. And let's also suppose that I have $20,000 in my control. Now, this is fake money for all you guys just wondering. Um, so let's say I have $20,000 and and it's you know in my control and I can pay cash for the car. Now, if I pay $20,000 for that car, I have the car, but what do I not have? I don't have my money. So you could say that while I don't pay any interest to buy that car, my $20,000 is never able to earn for me ever again. And there's a cost that every day that goes by, the opportunity cost of what I could do with that money. Now, you might be thinking, majority of people wouldn't be doing anything with their money. They would be spending it. Um, and if that's you, if you're someone that is not thinking like investing or if you hold on to money and you get a loan and you're going to spend the difference, you're probably better off paying cash for that car because it's like that forced savings tool. And that's just the reality. And, and when a lot of financial gurus say, you know, don't be in debt, don't be in debt, don't be in debt, they know that people that get into debt are usually buying things that they shouldn't, they shouldn't buy and are spending the difference. And so this opportunity cost might make sense on paper, but when you factor in human behavior, um, you're just better off paying cash. Now, my pushback to that um, is I truly believe if, if that's someone like you, it's really hard to get ahead. I could even make as bold a statement as to say if you're not disciplined, if you don't um, have the mindset of investing and, and being disciplined with your time and money, 
Um, it's just going to be a very hard road. And th this is the, when we look at all the financial headwinds that are hitting us, it's going to hit you the hardest because uh, of the lack of wealth and margin and resources that we have. But that's just the, to just the honest truth is majority of Americans um, are in that boat. So going back to my example, you finance everything you purchase. We would agree that if I pay $20,000 for, for that car, I'm giving up control of that 20000 and I'm losing what I could have earned, but I'm not paying any interest. So a lot of people would say, well, you don't have an interest payment. Congratulations, you're not financing. But you are financing because you're losing what you could have earned on that money. Now, we're going to take a look at a calculator in a second, and I'll give you kind of a, a good concept and, and show you how to run your own uh, future value calculation um, so that you can do this opportunity cost, you finance everything that you purchase equation in your own personal life. On the flip side, um, if, you know, if, if I get a bank loan, um, I'm paying interest, and, and depending on the interest rate and the terms, it may be good, it might not be good, but I'm paying interest, and it's allowing me to have money. And like I said, with a disclaimer, um, if I spend the money on things that are not uh, getting me a good result, maybe the bank loan is the worst thing that ever happened to me. But what it could also allow me to do is it could allow me to invest in myself, it could allow me to invest in businesses, it could allow me in to invest in other um, investments that gave, give me a way greater rate of return than than what I'm paying the bank. And so what I want to do is I want to just pull up a future value calculator. This is something that's very simple to do. And um, let me put myself in the corner. And you can see that we have $20,000 here. This is this is represents my $20,000. And let's just suppose um, for the next five years, I can earn 5% on my money. So we're, we're making this assumption and we're saying we, we have $20,000 and I'm, I'm putting it into a place I can earn 5% and now I'm, I'm earning an additional $5,526. So could we agree that if I paid cash for this, this car, um, it, I am financing because over, over the next five years, what I could have earned in this scenario was an additional $5,526. So there is a true cost. I'm just, it's, I call it the ignorance cost because I'm not paying, I'm just, I'm just losing it. It's just evaporated out of thin air. Um, and so earning 5% over five years, this is what um, I could have earned. Now, let's say the credit union or the bank would give me a you know, loan at 3%. So in, in a way, I would be paying, and now this is assuming at simple interest, you're not paying down your principal and all that, but you'd be paying $3,185 for the ability to earn 5000 So this is just a quick example of like, you can see where if you could just earn 5% and be disciplined with that, and you know, pay a bank or something else three thousand dollars or less, depending on how the um, loan loan terms are figured out. You can see where um, there's efficiencies in this concept of you finance everything that you purchase. Now, let's suppose that you have a your fifteen percent interest rate um, because you know you you ha you don't have good credit and all all this stuff. You might find that man. Um, there's no way in the world I'm earning an additional $20,000 or doubling my money over the next five years. So I'd be much better off paying cash. I think the principle um, here is there, there's no um, one size fits all. You really have to ask yourself, um, over these next period of time, can I get a better result with my time and money or with my money and what, that, what opportunities would that would open up to justify the cost 
or you know, the cost of control, as I like to say, or the interest rate that I'm going to be charged. And uh, the, the simplest way to do it is if you're um, being charged a 4%, can you generate um, with your money a greater rate of return than that 4%? If the answer is you don't know or no, or if you think you're going to spend money, pay cash and know that you are, you are financing that decision, but you're making the most efficient decision. If you're someone like me or a real estate investor or entrepreneur or someone that likes the idea of controlling capital is, is, is a good steward of your money and loves investments and might even, might even make 10, 15, 20, 30% on your money, um, using loans will cost you a little bit but it will create so much opportunity um, and will create so many uh, potential open doors. Now, I want to be very clear. This is not investment advice. I'm not telling you to um, take out a loan and invest. What I'm trying to um, uh, describe is that every decision we make has a consequence, and we have to be able to take a step back and understand the principle behind that so that we can really make a, the best decision for us and what we're hoping to accomplish um, with, with, with our dreams and with our life. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.